Hello, my name is Samuel Odo, and you are listening to Have Dominion Podcast. Heavenly Father, thank you for speaking to us in the last episode. We bless your holy name. Thank you for enabling me to teach with simplicity and clarity, Lord. Thank you, Father, Lord Jesus, because I believe you imparted the spirit of obedience to everyone that had the last message. Lord God, I pray in Jesus' name, oh, that everyone's heart will be stirred up to go after those disciples, Lord Jesus, that need to be trained in the name of Jesus. Speak to us again today and let the name of Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, we, in the last episode, we began, we began to talk about what to teach your disciples. And I said, if you have not listened to it, please, I want you to get it first before you listen to this one. Um, you need to teach your disciple about the assurance of salvation, the integrity of God's word, and uh, about the new birth. What happened when the, the disciple gave his life to Jesus Christ. So remember, we said that discipleship is all about helping a believer understand who he or she is in Christ Jesus. To understand the divine nature, the new nature that they, they received. The old man died. The nature of sin was destroyed. Now there are new creatures in Christ Jesus. You know, you help your disciple to understand it. That's what uh, the first part, then the second part, you help your disciple to understand who the disciple is in Christ, who your disciple is in Christ. Then you also help your disciple understand what your disciple can do. Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Help your disciple understand what he has. For example, he has authority. We're going to be talking about some of those things in this episode. You help your disciple understand what he can do. He can heal the sick. He can make other disciples. He can win the loss for Jesus Christ. May God give us understanding in Jesus' name. So what else should you teach your disciple? Teach your disciple prayer. Prayer. Your disciple needs to know what prayer is and how to maximize it in his Christian adventure. He needs to understand why we pray as Christians. Yeah. People think oh, prayer, okay, it's one of those things we have to do in church. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be the end, the kingdom come. No, 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 no. Your disciple needs to understand why we pray. Why do we need to pray as Christians? He needs to understand the various kinds of prayers and what kind of prayer to say in certain situations. You know, there are different kinds of prayer, there are different rules of prayers. You know, there's prayer of commitment, there's prayer of prayer of faith, there's prayer of binding and casting, there's, you know, all kinds of prayers. Uh, for example, if you, your disciple wants to pray for the sick, your disciple is not praying, oh God, if it's, it's your will, please, can you heal this person? No, your disciple needs to know what kind of prayer, that is the time to pray, the prayer of faith. The Bible says that if anyone is sick, let him call the elder of, elders of the church, you know, that they will uh, anoint him uh, with oil. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. It is the prayer of faith you are praying. When you are praying for a sick person, you don't say, oh God, if it be thy will, or you pray in King James English. No, there are different kinds of prayers to pray. When you are praying for the sick, you are not asking God to come down and heal. God has already healed. You speak to that body in the name of Jesus. I command you, body, be healed. Jesus said, heal the sick. He didn't say, ask me to heal the sick. So, of course, you're praying in the name of Jesus, but you're saying in the name of Jesus, 
Christ of Nazareth, I command you to rise up and be healed. You know, you teach your disciple what kind of prayer to say in certain situation. If your disciple uh, is being tormented by the devil, he doesn't go to cry to Jesus. Oh, Jesus, the devil wants to kill me. Oh, the devil wants to kill my child. Oh, Jesus, come and help. Oh, Lord, come down and manifest your power. Oh, Lord, come down and manifest. No, you must teach your disciple how to stand and resist the devil. And he will flee. That's not a time to cry to God. It's a time to face the devil. You don't call God to come cast out uh, to deal with the devil. God has given you that authority. You know, so your disciple needs to understand how to use the word of God in prayers. You know, you must teach your disciple how to use the word of God in prayers. You know, you need to find, uh, teach your disciple that you need to find out what God said concerning the situation that he's facing. If he's facing a financial uh, challenge, he must know how to stand on Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus you must help you understand that when he gives he shall be given unto him you say father I have given in the name of Jesus Christ he shall be given unto me good measure pressed down shaking together and running over you know you when you're praying for finances you don't beg God you claim you say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I claim all my needs met. Satan, take your hands off my finances. Then you learn how to engage the angels of God to organize financial favors for you. To, to go bring the money. Angels of God, cause men to give to me. Good measure, president, shaking together, running over. Cause clients to come to my business. Give me new clients and new customers. You know, you need to teach your disciple how to pray. You also need to tell, teach your disciple that prayer is a two-way communication between God and him. So he needs to learn how to listen to God in, in, in a time of prayer. Teach your disciple how to hear from God. Teach your disciple that whenever he prays or she prays, she must learn to listen. Keep a notebook and teach them how to document the messages that God speaks to them. If God speaks to them, you know, they must document it. Your disciple also need to learn the benefit of fasting. Fasting. I remember when I was in children's church when I got born again as at 11 year old, as a 11 year old. We used to fast. I think we used to fast on Mondays or Wednesdays and Fridays. I think. But we used to fast at least once a week. Since I got born again, there's hardly a week that I did not fast. I think I can count how many weeks that went by that I didn't fast you know so it's very important fasting and prayer you need to help your disciple understand how fasting helps him to overcome the flesh how fasting helps to put the flesh under you need to teach your disciple from the beginning the benefit of fasting and prayer you start small small let him skip breakfast and eat at 12 o'clock you, know, you must teach your disciple and fast with your disciple have a time of fasting and prayer from the beginning, both of you should begin to schedule days of fasting with your disciples. Schedule days of fasting. This is very important if you want to succeed in your discipleship in Devo. Have a day of fasting with your disciple. Have a day every week. We are fasting today. Remember, then you remind him the, a day, the day before. The same day you also call him in the morning. Remember, we are fasting today. Let him know that fasting is not an optional spiritual discipline. 
Jesus said when in Mark, Matthew chapter 6, when you fast, he didn't say if you fast. When you fast, fasting is a must. If you must be victorious as a Christian, you must have the discipline of fasting. Teach your disciple how to fast. That is another thing to teach. Now you need to teach your disciple also about the Holy Spirit. You need to teach your disciple about the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ has finished his job. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, resting until his enemies be put under his feet. He said when he goes, he'll send the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one at work on the earth. The Holy Spirit is the one at work in the believer. Whatever you will be doing or whatever will happen on this earth now is what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit is the one that the disciple is relating with every day. So your disciple needs to understand the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. That's why you need to study very well. Study all you can about the Holy Spirit so you know what to teach your disciple. I recommend a book by Kenneth Hagin about the Holy Spirit. Find a book by Lester Sumrall. You know, you know those people, they wrote very nice books, powerful books about the Holy Spirit. Your disciple needs to understand how to relate with the Holy Spirit. You need to teach your disciple about the gift of the Holy Spirit and how to receive them and how to use those gifts of the Holy Spirit. You also have to make your disciple desire the baptism in the Holy Spirit. That one, as soon as your disciple gets born again, the first assignment you have is to minister to your disciple to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's Jesus that baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The same way your disciple received Jesus is the same way your disciple will receive the Holy Spirit. Just by saying a simple prayer, Lord, I receive you as my baptizer in the Holy Ghost and in fire. And after you say that prayer, encourage your disciple to speak in tongues. Encourage your disciple to speak. You must go learn how to minister the baptism in the Holy Spirit to another believer. Go learn it. You must learn it so you can be able to teach it. You should teach your disciple the benefit of speaking in tongues and what happens when you speak in tongue. The importance of speaking in tongue in life and in the ministry of a believer. And you must speak in tongue with your disciples. Speak in tongues. Every time you meet, you must take, let's take two minutes. Let's pray in the spirit. You must pray in the tongue. Your disciple is going to learn how to pray in tongues from you. Sometimes your disciple's tongue will begin to sound like yours. Amen. That's happened to me several times where my disciples speak in tongues like me. You know, because they hear me speak in tongues, they try to imitate me. Before you know it, they begin to speak in tongues by themselves. Amen. So you must be able to help your disciple receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. One of the most important things you teach your disciple is how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and how to be led by the Holy Spirit in every aspect of life. You also need to read about this thing because... There is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The end is destruction. If you don't teach your disciple how to hear from God, your disciple will be a burden to you. Your disciple will call you by 2 a.m. in the night. In every decision he wants to make, he has to call you. You know, if you're a pastor, you your goal is to make your people not to need you, for them to be able to solve their problems, hear from God for themselves. Hallelujah. May God give you wisdom and understanding in Jesus' name. Don't be that kind of prophet that before your people travel, 
before they do anything they have to check with you you are not the holy ghost you are not the holy ghost i'm speaking to you you are not the holy spirit the holy spirit is one that teaches us all things teach point your disciple to the holy spirit if you are a pastor all your church members are your disciples point them to the holy spirit teach them how to hear from the holy spirit how to be led by the holy spirit you must also teach them how to fellowship with the holy spirit how to minister to the lord you must teach your disciple how to minister to the lord how to stand strong you must pray with your disciples in the holy ghost you guys set your alarm for 10 minutes let's go for 10 minutes saka loka bratina da lekoto shakala balokete zia angala bakasu pradegele boko pande azaka shakala balaka tokelebe for 10 minutes then later you increase it to 15 minutes later you increase it to 20 minutes until your disciple can pray even when your disciple is tired you hold his hands you guys walk walk around walk around walk around nekola bakasa we must go 10 minutes 10 more minutes 10 more minutes let's go let's go let's go you pray for one hour if your disciple does not have a prayer life it's your fault and mind you also if you don't have a prayer life you reproduce disciples with no prayer lives your disciple will you know it's going to be like people like pastor if you you, you reproduce your work with god in your di- life of your disciple the disciple is never greater than his his master in the beginning of course later once you've shown him the rope he has potential to do more for you than you for god amen but in the beginning you must be a role model be a good example of prayer intercession you know one of the things my mentor innocent taught me he taught me how to intercede for other people not to be selfish in my prayer every day do you notice if you are praying for yourself you can't pray for too long before you know it you are tired the only way to pray for one hour is either you are praying in tongues or you are praying for other people's needs those early days they made us write names of people unsaved people that want to get saved and we begin to intercede for them on their behalf call their names in the name of jesus christ i break the hold of the devil on your life in the name of jesus christ that veil that is covering your eyes and making you not to be born again i destroy that veil in jesus name i claim your soul for jesus i claim your soul let your disciple write down the name of all his friends all his friends all his neighbor family members and make him begin to pray those early days i used to have from the first day of the month to the last day of the month i have the list of people i pray for every day i write their names and pray for this person and this person on the first of may and the second of may i pray for this person and that person you know we pray we pray we pray we pray for our church we pray if you don't know what to pray go to our website you get some prayer guidelines prayer outlines or you can go to the website of my spiritual father bishop david oyedepo go to faithtabaraku.org.ng faithtabernacle.org.ng you get a lot of intercessory guidelines you know what to pray about teach your disciple how to intercede not to be a jimmy gimme 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 my name is jimmy i'll take all you can give me no you must teach your disciple how to pray how to intercede how to fellowship with the holy ghost how to minister to the lord as a time teach your disciple how to minister to the holy spirit how to use uh, uh, worship music play worship music on the background sometimes you know and just sing along and bless the name of the lord sing in the spirit teach your disciple how to sing in the spirit you know how to love the lord how to minister to the lord 
Another thing you need to teach your disciple is faith. Faith. Faith, it is your responsibility to teach your disciple what faith is. Faith is the lifeline. <laughs> the Bible says, take it, therefore take in the shield of faith, wherewith you shall quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Satan will fire darts, weapons, arrows against your disciple. It is the, the disciple's faith that will quench all those arrows of the enemy. Satan, the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. Faith. Without faith, you are dead. Without faith, you can't make it as a believer. You need to teach your disciple, help your disciple understand what faith is. Make it simple. Don't go and bring a big definition of faith. Teach your disciple what faith is. How how does faith come? How do you use your faith? How to feed your faith? How do you use your faith? Faith grows by use. How to develop your faith? And make him understand what can he can accomplish in his Christian life by the use of his faith. You must teach your disciple about faith. You must teach how, him how to feed your faith. With the word of God, you feed your faith. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Teach your disciple the importance of reading the Bible, of feeding on the word, how it impacts on his faith. Teach your disciple how to develop his faith. Faith developed by use and by praying in the spirit. That's why you must get your disciple baptized in the Holy Ghost and be able to speak in tongues. Jude verse 20 said, But ye, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy If you need help, go to our website, dominioncommission.org slash podcasts. Go to our podcast, you'll see one hour of praying in the Holy Ghost. Or search for Have Dominion Podcast. You know, on this podcast platform, you see one time we prayed for one hour. Play it and pray along. Pray along. Pray along. Help your disciple to pray. You know, so praying in the spirit helps your disciple to develop his faith. Now, when your disciple step out in faith to do something and it does not work out like he anticipated, you must be there to make sure that he is not discouraged and quit. Teach your disciple that faith works with patience. Faith works with patience. He must add to his faith patience. He must be patient. Sometimes you pray, not all prayers manifest. The answer does not manifest immediately. There are some things you have to wait for a year. Some you have to wait for 10 years. Some can come instantly. You must be there. When your disciple steps out and uses his faith and looks like it's not working, you must be there to encourage your disciple. Tell your disciple some other things you've prayed for that you are still waiting for the manifestation. You know, teach your disciple how you've been walking by faith. May God give you understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. You have to guide your disciple on what spiritual information to consume in his quest to build his faith. Not every message is good message. You know, what kills someone is not the quantity of the poison. You can have a, a, a nice two liter of water. You know, water is good for living, but one pinch of poison can kill you, you know. So somebody can preach all the nice messages, but hey, 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 hey. there's one tiny poison there that would destroy your new... Uh, and new believers are like children. Everything they see on the floor, they put in their mouth. Everything they pick on the floor, everything their hand touches, you know, there's a stage of... Uh, 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 childhood development that you know whatever the, the, the way they relate to, with the world is through their mouth 
They pick everything, they pick a battery, they put it in the mouth. They pick your comb, they pick your phone, they put it in the mouth. They pick stones, they put it in the mouth. Whatever they see on the floor, they put it in their mouth. New believers are like babies. They have something in common. They put whatever they find in their mouth. You need to watch what your disciples hear. You know, you know, until they are old enough to get know what is good for them, it is your responsibility to recommend what teaching or preacher to listen to. You know, you must mentor them. Mentor them. Mm-mm-mm. This guy you are listening to, uh, I don't have anything wrong with that person, but can you rather not listen to him for now? Rather listen to this person. And please don't talk against men of God to your disciple. Don't teach your disciple to talk bad about men of God. Just tell the person, um, I don't really agree with this and that and that and that. Be plain, be open to your disciple. Just tell them, I'm responsible for you spiritually. And I, I don't think this is good for you for now. You get so. That is it about uh, teaching your disciple about faith. Just read all you can about faith. I recommend, the man of God I recommend, you listen to and you make your disciple listen to. Get everything that Kenneth E. Hagin. Search for Kenneth E. Hagin. That man is the father of faith. <laughs> he got, God gave him a mighty revelation about the word of faith. Get everything that Kenneth E. Hagin thought about faith. Check out Lester Sumrall. Lester Sumrall. Whatever Lester Sumrall tells you about faith, you can take it to the bank. Especially the gift of the Holy Spirit. They teach you about faith. Check Jerry Savell. Jerry Savell. Check out Kenneth Copeland. Check out David Oyedepo. Check out Pastor Chris. Oyakilome. Pastor Chris. Check them out. Check Andrew Womack. Check Andrew Womack. Check out their materials. Check Corey Blake. Corey, as in Corey, Dobbin Corey. Corey Blake. Check out materials by Corey Blake. You can check out also, uh, check out uh, materials by Joyce Meyer. Check out those materials. Check out materials by Keith Moore. Keith Moore. Those are great people. You can also check out materials by by uh, Bill Winston. Check out Dr. Bill Winston. Check out materials by those people. And those are the ones I feed on. They're going to build your faith. So, recommend materials. Sometimes I recommend you listen to a material first before you recommend it for your disciples. Amen. So, may God give you understanding in Jesus' name. Also, you need to teach your disciple about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit, rather. The fruit of the Spirit. Now, um, your disciple must know that he will be tempted in every in every way, every day of his life on earth. So it's important for him to understand that God will not allow him to be tempted beyond what he has capacity to overcome. Okay, I'm going ahead of myself. I'm actually talking about temptation. Yeah, sorry. Let teach your disciple about temptation. I'm going to come back to uh, the fruit of the Spirit. Teach your disciple about temptation. Your disciple is going to be tempted. Your disciple will be tempted just like you are tempted. Your disciple will be tempted every day. So you must help your disciple know that it's not wrong to be tempted. 
it's not wrong. It's not unusual to be tempted. And every believer will be tempted, no matter how old. Even Jesus Christ himself was tempted. Help your disciple know that God, every temptation that comes, it's nothing wrong with them. You know, God promised that he will not allow them to be tempted beyond what they can overcome. And God will provide them a way of escape from every temptation. So teach your disciple how to face temptation and overcome temptations. Help him develop an overcomer mentality. Overcomer mentality. Being assured that he can overcome every temptation that Satan throws at him by the help of the Holy Spirit. Help your disciple to understand how to use the word of God to overcome temptation. Also teach him what to do when he falls into temptation. Now you also need to teach your disciple about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You have to teach your disciple about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, how to develop it, and how to allow them to manifest in his character. The, the disciple already have those fruits inside him. Those are the characters of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is living in the disciple, you know, teach your disciple how to cultivate those fruits, how to allow those fruits to manifest in times of need. You must understand that it's not enough to confess that he's a new man in Christ. You also need to know how to walk in the newness of life. You know, the fruit of the Spirit, they help you to live a holy life. You know, they guide the way you talk, how you think, how you feel, and, you know, how you conduct your ways. You know, there's a way to live as a believer. You have to teach your disciple how to put the flesh under subjection to his born-again spirit. You must help your disciple develop godly character and help him in areas of weakness in his character. So you must help your disciple in that area. Hallelujah. Um, let me, let's take one more, then we'll finish what to teach your disciple in the next episode. So you need to teach him about temptation, how to overcome temptation. You need to teach your disciple about persecution. Hey, my brother and my sister, every believer is going to be persecuted. Remember in the parable of saw in Mark chapter 4, the Bible says that those uh, that were sown among thorns are those ones that receive the word, they receive, they receive Jesus, they are so happy. I am happy, I belong to Jesus, I belong to Jesus, I belong to my Lord. They're so happy, they're so excited. You know, they're in love with God, they pray, they read the Bible, oh, they love Jesus. Remember, your disciple used to be a citizen of the kingdom of darkness, and Satan wants him back. Satan is going to organize persecutions. Satan is going to organize persecution. All of a sudden, people will hate your disciple. Even persecution from home, they will talk, they talk him, criticize him. They will do all kinds of things to discourage him, and they will not. They will just be, you know, used by the devil. Is the devil that organizes temptation, persecutions? So let your disciple know that they will definitely be persecuted as disciples of Jesus Christ. It is part of the cross we must carry to follow Jesus. Jesus says, "If any man will come after me, let him deny himself." Take up his cross and follow me. Following Jesus, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be hated. Jesus said people will hate you. People will think they are doing God a service. They will criticize the way you pray. They will criticize your work with God. They call you a hypocrite. They will call you a fanatic. They will call you all kinds of names. The devil is the one responsible for that. So let your disciple understand that Satan is behind every persecution. So he should not fight a spiritual battle with carnal weapons. 
teach your disciples to love those who persecute him and how to handle persecutions. Don't let him not think that something is wrong. Maybe it's not the will of God for him to save. Tell your disciples that the fact that Jesus is in your boat does not mean there won't be storms. There will be storms of life. You will be persecuted. Satan will organize persecutions. Satan will organize crises at your workplace. Did you notice sometimes when you get born again, it looks like things become hard. Your disciple will ask you a question one day. Before I got born again, things were fine. Things were fine with me. But since I became born again, I'm beginning to struggle in my finances. It's because you have become the enemy of Satan. You left his kingdom. He's very angry with you. Satan is very angry with the believer. Satan will fight your finances. He's the God of this world. He will attack your finances. He will attack your family because he hates you as a child of God. So let your disciple know, you know, that Satan will persecute him and teach him how to resist the devil. Teach him. That's why you must teach him how to pray, how to resist the devil, you know. So you must teach If your disciple is hit by a persecution, you must be there to encourage him. Otherwise, the disciple will be discouraged. The cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches, deceitfulness of riches, they choke the world. You know, persecutions arise as a result of the world. You know, you, your disciple needs to understand that being persecuted does not mean that he has done something wrong. So please be there for your disciple. Be there for your disciple. And God will give you understanding in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for speaking to us today. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name for grace. Lord, grace to understand and to practice what we've just learned today. Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I speak your blessing over them. Lord, if there is anyone listening to me, Lord Jesus, I seek, I curse that sickness right now. In the name of Jesus, I call you healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. In the name of Jesus, I call you prosperous. I call you blessed in your finances. Receive financial favor. Receive increase. Receive promotion. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll be concluding this part, what to teach your disciple in the next episode. Please don't miss it. Remember to share this podcast with everyone that comes to mind. Share it on your Facebook. Share it on your status on WhatsApp. Let people listen and also be blessed in Jesus' name. I will see you again next time. And until then, remember that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and you have dominion over sin, sickness, and the devil. God bless you. Mm-hmm.